Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Mix It Up Pharmacy Podcast. My name is Tara Thompson. I am your host today and a pharmacist with the Mix It Up Podcast. And if you don't know already, I will reiterate that this podcast is specifically for those who want to learn more about pharmacy, pharmacy compounding, um, kind of giving you a little glimpse of a pharmacist's role and the supporting team's role that comes behind the counter and into the actual field of medicine and the healthcare um, team um, in pharmacy and in various um, therapeutic areas. So we're so excited today because I have a really amazing guest here um, and she is basically my go-to person for IV nutrition. Um, We are gonna talk a lot about IV nutrition today and basically how you can incorporate an IV program into your practice or your clinic that's currently existing um, about some of the, the benefits of IV medications, of IV nutrition, um, what some of those are for, what some of those do for the body and how they can help your patients. Um, if you're a pharmacist listening, it's a very um, interesting area of medicine. IV nutrition is actually everywhere. It's in hospitals, it's in individual clinics, it's in pharmacies. Um, there's commercially available IV products. There are compounded IV products, both both 503A and 503B pharmacies supply these types of products. So very interesting area of medicine that a lot of us just get a little glimpse of in pharmacy school, but don't actually dive into unless it's part of our actual career that we get into. So, so excited today um, to talk about IV nutrition with Lori Harrison. Um, IV nutrition has increasingly become a go-to treatment for a wide range of health conditions like Uh, hydration, um, dehydration and hydration, nutrient deficiencies, energy, immune system support, headaches and migraines, and even menstrual support and libido. In this episode, we're going to talk about how you can um, incorporate an IV and IM nutrition into your practice or clinic. So without further ado, I want to introduce Lori Harrison. Hi, Lori. Hi, Tara. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We're so excited to talk about this today. It's such a really cool, interesting area of medicine. And I know you know so much about this, so I can't wait to hear from you. But um, for our listeners, Lori is actually has her bachelor's of science in biology from Georgia State University and is the senior director of account development at Innovation Compounding in the area of integrative health and IV nutrition. Um, Lori joined Innovation Compounding in 2013 and has over 13 years experience Um, in the urology field. So she definitely flipped over and started doing um, some nutrition type things and has taught us so much about that. Um, Lori actually specializes as a consultant to practices and providers that are interested in um, growing their IV nutrition line. And she focuses on patients' whole self and overall wellness. So I I want Lori to tell a little bit about her story and how she became into this field. So Lori, take it away. Thanks, Tara. So yeah, like Tara said, I have been in the healthcare field for over 25 years. Um, But before that, um, I've just always had a lifelong interest in, um, you know, holistic therapies, including nutrition and kind of environmental influences um, in our life. When I was in college, I um, developed some autoimmune issues and just found myself kind of combing through uh, medical journals and at the time encyclopedias <laughs> looking for answers to kind of what was going on with my body and just trying to make sense of, 
of what was going on with that. So I've always had an interest in nutrition and um, again, kind of listening to your body and, and holistic therapies. So um, I have been with uh, innovation compounding now for eight years and just love that I get to talk about on a daily basis, something that I'm very passionate about, um, IV therapy, and love that I get to um, build those relationships with the practices and uh, clients that I work with. Sorry about that. I thought I was <laughs> muted. I was like, ah. Yeah, I was saying that it's that is very interesting, especially during this time during COVID and people are worried about their health and their wellness and their immune systems. And so um, kind of seeking out some of these alternative therapies that um, they they're hoping are going to benefit them and be beneficial to them. So, Lori, it's interesting you said, um, you know, you talked a little bit about how um, your passion for IV nutrition came about because of your your own kind of search for answers. How could IV therapy or what is it used for? Is it for just those people that are sick? Is it for people who, who are just healthy? I mean, what, what span of various um, conditions could IV therapy support? IV therapy is useful in so many different conditions. Um, in fact, one of the things I usually talk to new practices about when they're just getting started is kind of where their interest is in IV therapy. Are they looking to just offer kind of wellness type protocols just for kind of boosting, you know, hydration or boosting the immune system? Or are they looking to treat more chronic conditions, um, maybe autoimmune things, pain therapies, um, you know, Lyme disease, things like that. So I always um, like to kind of understand where practices are coming from when they're getting started with IV therapy, because it can just be used in so many different areas. Um, some of the benefits to IV therapy, um, you know, is that you can tailor those therapies to meet your specific patient's needs, um, you know, whether or not it's a certain combination of, of medications that you're using, um, you know, you can tailor those to meet each patient's specific needs. Um, you can also reach with IV therapy, you can reach higher doses of the vitamins or nutrients than you may be able to get with oral therapy. So um, that's another, another benefit to uh, using IV therapy. Awesome. Yes, there's so many different ones. I mean, even I was reading, um, and we kind of mentioned earlier, migraines and libido mm -hmm. and skin health. I mean, it, it just goes, the list can go on and on. So I know that there's a lot of um, our listeners on the podcast are physicians or providers or clinicians who have clinics or who are looking to maybe start some sort of IV nutrition um, therapy or practice in their, in their coexisting clinic. But um, before we talk kind of about like how to incorporate that into their current clinic, what are some of the main medications or drugs that you see, or that you get questions about from providers, um, on, on what to implement into their practice first, or what are some of the easier ones to implement? And then, you know, what are some of the most popular ones that once you get it going, they kind of, um, are the patients are demanding them more. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sure. So I, when I'm talking to practices, I usually um, recommend that they kind of start off small. Um, sometimes it's intimidating to kind of start IV therapy in the practice. So um, I, I usually recommend just start off small with some um, different 
you know, wellness types IV, something like, you know, a, a Myers, which has a lot of the B vitamins in it, um, some ascorbic acid in there. So that's a good one for kind of energy. You can also um, do that one for hydration. And then uh, immune supporting therapies are a great one to start off with, especially with the environment, um, you know, that we're in now with the, um, you know, healthcare climate, everyone's looking for different uh, immune boosting or immune supporting therapies. So that's a great one to start off with as well. Um, the other common IV therapies that I see um, people getting started with are, um, you know, something for anti-aging or something for skin. Um, also something for, you know, maybe athletic performance or recovery is another common one that I see um, people starting with. So there's a lot of different options, again, just kind of depending on what, how the clinic is set up, what their patient population is. Um, there are a lot of different options for uh, IV therapies. So if someone, I know it can be kind of intimidating, like you said, with but somebody who's, who's brand new to this field, um, they, they might not know any, maybe they have a OBGYN clinic or they have a dermatology clinic and they really don't know where to even begin with IV nutrition, but they they've heard of it, their patients are asking for it, or they went to a conference and they said, you know, incorporate a, you know, glutathione drip into your practice. Um, what would you tell those clinics or how, where would they go to get started? Is there training? Is there specific books they can, I mean, what, what is, if, if you were walking off the street and said, I want to start an IV clinic, how would you help that person? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, um, Definitely, there's there is training out there. I mean, the first thing I say is just kind of take a deep breath. Um, it can certainly be overwhelming when you start thinking about everything involved with um, starting an IV practice. But um, there's definitely training out there, and you know that's that's part of what my job is, and and what I really enjoy helping practices do is kind of break it down into smaller steps to get started with IV therapy. Um, and when I'm talking to practices, kind of the first thing I look at is kind of a practice assessment and, you know, where they're at, how their clinic is set up, um, see where they're at, you know, educationally on IV therapies. And if they um, are interested in some additional training for that, um, we, I really like a um, group called IIVNT stands for International IV Nutritional Therapy. Um, they have several different courses. Uh, their fundamentals is a great place to get started. Um, and they offer that um, several times a year. They also um, have offered it online. So their fundamentals course is a great kind of basic course to get started with um, IV therapy. They cover all the different vitamins um, and nutrients and talk about how to get that set up in your practice. Um, so that's a great option for training. Um, there's also, you know, rely on your pharmacies too. You know, the pharmacies should be kind of a clinical resource for you. So definitely, you know, if you're working with a compounding pharmacy, reach out to them and see if IV nutrition is something that they offer in their pharmacy, what the options are and rely on those pharmacists to help you, you know, kind of learn more about the different medications. Um, one of the kind of intimidating things about getting started is you know, everybody asks, what do I put together? What can I mix together? Or what protocols do I offer? How do I find that information? And the pharmacies are a great resource for that. Um, you know, the pharmacist can help you determine what medications maybe should or shouldn't be mixed together, um, look at different things like osmolarities for your IV. So definitely reach out to your pharmacies and use them as a resource um, as you're getting started and looking at kind of what protocols to offer in your practice. Very cool. And, and I know, um, 
IIVNT um, is for providers and those clinicians and staff who are trying to um, learn more about IV nutrition, but it's also for pharmacists too. They have pharmacy speakers, they have pharmacists um, members and attendees who are just there to learn, to get more information um, about the products that are uh, out there on the market or that are able to be compounded for IV therapy. Um, and it really goes into that, you know, treating at the source, treating at the root cause, um, using natural things inside, you know, into the body to correct issues, problems, or just to support. So yeah, yes, definitely. For pharmacists who are listening, pharmacy students, there are resources out there for all of us to learn more. So we really encourage um, you to learn about that just from a just from a drug expert and pharmacology perspective. Um, so I guess one of the questions that um, a lot of listeners might have on the tips of their tongues or in the front of their brain is why would this, why would adding this be beneficial to me? Other, other than the patient's benefits, obviously we're, you know, all about getting the patient healthy or keeping them healthy and supporting the patient. But from a, from a clinic owner or a, um, um, a physician or a provider who is trying to run a business, would these be, would adding this practice be beneficial to them? Yes. IV therapy is a great option. Um, it's a cash-based service. So, um, you know, you're going to be adding a cash-based service for your practice, um, you know, can bring in extra, you know, depending on the IV therapies that you're offering a hundred to $400, you know, or even more per service. Um, typically what I, what I see out there. So it's a great cash-based service. Um, it's also, you know, patients are asking about it now, again, with kind of the healthcare climate and everybody looking to boost their immune system. Um, I just see such a growing popularity of, of IV nutrition. So I think it's becoming more widespread and patients are asking about it. So if it's something that, you know, you have in your practice, you can, you know, keep the patients within your clinic instead of them searching out these therapies elsewhere. Um, and again, it's kind of a cash-based practice that you can, or cash-based service that you can offer in the practice to bring in uh, more revenue for, for the practice. Awesome. Awesome. And one thing that I know just as a pharmacist that answers phone calls from providers, I get a lot of questions about mixing and administration in the office and what they are and are not allowed to do. And then what we as a pharmacy would do beforehand for them um, and delivery and storage and all that kind of thing. And I think that, you know, a lot of those laws and regulations, they do vary by state. So um, I think one of the things that we recommend is that um, you check with your state laws and your specific regulations specific to your area. Um, Cause some might require a hood, some might require like a certain, you have a certain time frame to administer that drug once it's mixed. So um, I think your pharmacy is another great resource. Like Lori said earlier, a great resource to tap into because the pharmacist should know all of that information in terms of um, how helping guide you through those administrations and those um, administration rates and what carrier fluids they go in. We haven't even talked about that, but <laughs> I know um, so much. <laughs> that's a good segue though. Like, so Lori, what are some of, um, obviously they are going to be, able, they're going to have to get the education that they need. Um, and then they're going to need the drugs, obviously from a pharmacy. And then what about, are there supplies necessary? Is there particular, how would they get those types of things? Or was that something else that the pharmacy can help with? 
Yeah. So yeah, like you said, kind of the training, make sure you're comfortable with the IV therapies um, and then thinking about your different protocols that you want to offer. Again, usually I recommend you kind of start small and then you can grow um, from that based on kind of what your patients are asking about or what the need you see in your practice. Um, and the things, um, you know, kind of setting up your IV therapy program, whether you're going to offer, um, you know, packages of infusions or do a membership type program, or whether you're just going to, you know, um, have just individual infusions that patients can get, you know, schedule and come in and get. Um, so thinking about that, um, you mentioned supplies. Um, so yeah, so, and I think you mentioned this earlier, but as far as the medications, uh, definitely, you know, you can find commercially available medications. You can find compounded options um, from either 503A, 503B compounding pharmacies. I do just strongly recommend that when you're looking at compounding pharmacies that you do check them out and make sure that you're working with a, you know, a quality compounding pharmacy, especially since we're talking about sterile medications, make sure that they're, you know, kind of adhering to all the regulations and testing required on that side for, uh, for pharmacies. And then the supplies. Yeah. So the supplies, um, they're, you know, typically just your medical supply companies, whoever you're already working with, um, likely has some of the IV, um, things that you would need, such as your carrier fluids, your IV tubing, your IV uh, needles or catheters. Um, you know, what we have, I have some that I particularly work with, um, you know, if, if you are interested in, in hearing more about those, certainly you can reach out to me. Um, but yeah, just your medical supply company should be able to um, supply those, those different, like I said, tubing carrier fluids that you would need for the IV therapy. Mm -hmm. And a lot of, um, you know, the training that you talked about earlier with some of these um, programs that are out there and also your pharmacy, um, they will, they should, or most of them, a lot of them, have protocols and can guide you through what supplies and what um, items you would need to pr perform a successful yeah. for infusion. Yeah, definitely. Um, there's a lot of different options out there um, with pharmacies for compounded therapies. Um, you know, you certainly can just order individual medications if you already know what protocols you want to put together. Um, oftentimes, though, I find when practices are just getting started that that's the hardest thing is coming up with the protocols and what you want to put together. Um, so pharmacies also sometimes have kits that you can order, which is kind of a, a simple, convenient way to order like a, you know, a full, a full, you know, Myers protocol or an immune boosting protocol is a kit. Um, so either individual medications, possibly kits, or um, there are premixed options out there as well. Um, so if you're looking for something that's premixed or um, you're limited in, in how many medications you can put together into your bag based on regulations, um, there are premixed options out there. Awesome. Awesome. Lori, you have been so wonderful as usual. I recommend Lori to um, anyone who has, you know, IV questions, IV needs for their, for their clinic. So um, if anyone is interested, please reach out to us. We will um, get you in touch with Lori and she's fantastic. Um, so Lori, what are your, if you could just say some words of encouragement or parting words to somebody um, regarding IV nutrition, <laughs> What would those be? I would just say, take a deep breath, try not to be overwhelmed. And it is possible to get help. Rely on, you know, different resources to help you get started um, with IV therapy. And, you know, I'm certainly here to kind of walk you through different, you know, the whole journey of starting that in your practice. So just, you know, it is possible to get help. Just reach out and rely on those different resources to um, 
help you get that service started in your practice. Very cool. Well, thank you so much, Lori. We're so encouraged by your knowledge and sharing your time and your wealth of information with us and um, your dedication to the pharmacy profession and to patient care and um, all of these amazing tidbits that you've given us today. So thank you so much for being here. (laughs) Thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you to all of our listeners today who joined us on the Mix It Up podcast. If you know someone who can benefit from this um, conversation that we had today, feel free to share this with them. And also, if you would like any more information from Lori or from myself or um, about anything you heard today or just general questions, um, feel free to email us at info, I-N-F-O, at innovationcompounding.com, and we will get those to the appropriate channels. And Lori, is there somewhere that um, our listeners can find you if they're interested in asking you a question? Yeah, you can definitely find me um, on, I'm on LinkedIn if you um, can reach out to me there, or you can find me through uh, the innovation website as well. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. We really appreciate um, everyone's time and we hope you learned something new today. And thank you so much. Be well.